Was there a problem, officer? Yes, you've got a noise complaint. That's right. Hello. Good Hello. evening. How you doing? Hi, Sarah. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, my name is Jasper. You are listening to CITR 101.9 FM broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, which is situated on the ancestral territory of the Musqueam people. I'm here with my special guest, Sarah Carbone, who you just heard say hello. Hi. Um, <laughs> you're listening to Noise Complaint, and uh, today Sarah's going to perform some songs from her her new record, uh, Irrationale, her debut. Yeah. And we're just going to hang out, um, have a good time. Uh, Sarah, why don't you tell everybody at home who you are? Oh, um, well, my name is Sarah, as Jasper mentioned. Um, I'm a singer, songwriter, and a student here at UBC. Um, I grew up in California. Now I live here in Vancouver. Um, and my music is like folky, usually kind of like slow tempo stuff. It's usually very like personal as well. So yeah, that's what I do. And you're also the host of Feeling Sounds. Yes. I also, um, I am pretty involved here at CITR. I'm on the student executive team as the programming exec. And then I also host my own show every Thursday. So I had it earlier today, like two hours ago. It's called Feeling Sounds. And it's just like about music that makes you feel things, which is yeah. what I like. So yeah, yeah, that's what music's for, I guess. Exactly. Um, I want to I want to ask you about about your record. You released it this summer. Uh, what was it like July, August? It was like the end of August. At the end of August, it's been on the charts a lot lately. It has, and it makes me so happy every yeah. time I see it. Yeah, I, it was like uh, maybe last week or the week before. It was like number three. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah, it's getting a lot of plays around here. Uh, I see it on the play charts all the time. Um, it's it's really cool. It's really intimate. Uh, it's very. Um, uh it's it's really raw you know it's like uh it's a record you made yourself uh did you make it in california or did you make it here i made it in california all of it was like recorded and produced inside my house yeah 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 how over over, over like what period of time um so this project has kind of been in the works for a while like i i think about a year before so in the summer of like 2018, I was like, oh, I should make like an EP or something. I've written plenty of songs, like what's stopping me? Um, but then something did stop me. Like nothing in specific. I, I kind of just got lazy and was yeah. like, well, whatever, I'll put it off. Sure. Um, which turned out to be pretty good because over the course of my like first year at UBC, I wrote a lot of songs about like my university experiences and things like that. And then um, started recording in like as soon as I went home for the summer and then I had like a few songs that were like already recorded and then kind of messed with them but like mainly the project took place over the four months that I was home this summer that's pretty quick yeah it was super stressful why, why was it stressful um just because like I mean I'm sure you understand because you're a musician as well but sure. it's just like listening to like your own recording it's very hard to be satisfied with it and I was yeah. like well this isn't perfect so I have to trash the whole thing and that happened like a hundred times. Um, <laughs> yeah okay that's stressful. Yeah, yeah yeah but like I got here eventually so it's all worth it. It does take time to getting it takes time getting used to he listening to yourself. Oh yeah, I you still know, haven't gotten used to it. It takes a long time. Uh, some I don't know. Some people probably never get used to it, and um, and often you have and you have to get used to the fact that like the songs in your head don't don't always translate. 
Yeah. And you have to get over that frustration of like, oh, this works in my head. Why can't I make it work? You know? That, yeah, so true. It, it, you know? So, um, but I don't know if that ever goes away. I still do, I still deal with both of those things all the time. Yeah. I think honestly what like the only thing that really got me to not like obsess over every little thing until it was like nothing was the fact that I had set a deadline for myself and I'd already like posted on my Instagram for like the few people that like follow me kind of yeah. thing. I was like, hey, this is the date that I'm releasing it. So if I didn't do it by that date, I'd be like, uh, just kidding. So I think that's what kind of motivated me. Did you do that on purpose? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like self-sabotage, but like actually helping myself in the long run. I yeah. Don't know. Well, I mean, like when you set that release date, how 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 complete was this record? Oh, not complete at all. Like, like less than really half? Less than half. Yeah. Okay. I mean, pretty... all the songs had been written. That was like, so that was fine. Okay. It was really just the recording and producing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That's still a, it's a bold move to to announce a release date before you've recorded the record yeah <laughs> i've never heard of anyone doing that <laughs> well i yeah i mean no one like i didn't really know how the whole process worked until i had had already done it kind of yeah so like i didn't really know like what are the rules surrounding these things so yeah, i just sure. kind of did whatever i thought i should do so stress aside did you enjoy making the record? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Like, besides, I mean, the stress is, like, going to be there, you know? Yeah. But, like, it was really cool to um, turn songs that I tend to, like, just play, like, me and my guitar or me and my piano. And then I, like, added some other things and, like, experimented with harmonies and things mm -hmm. like that. And it was also just, like, it's an exciting project. I was like, oh, I'm, like, making an album. Like, that's, yeah, that's really cool. It is cool. It, it, you're making something that'll be out there forever and you know you put things on the internet and anyone can find them yeah you know and i have this theory that like if you put a song on the internet it will become someone's favorite song it's kind of like that theory that like oh if you you maybe you've heard of that that or that expression really that's like if you put a, a thousand uh monkeys in front of a thousand typewriters eventually they'll they'll produce shakespeare yeah. or whatever it's yeah. like yeah i think it's true that if you put if you put like a record or a song on the internet someone will find it eventually and it will be their favorite song i feel like that like i can attest to that cuz there are artists out there that like i don't even know how i discovered them they're very small but like i'll just become obsessed with their music and then so yeah, I mean it could happen with my music, I suppose. Yeah, I I I I really believe that that it it does. Yeah. It does. Um okay, well, do you want to should we start with a song? Sure. Um what are you what are you going to do for us first? Um so today I've decided that I'm going to play like a mix of songs from my record and then some covers just cuz like the record's only six songs and yeah. like half of them are piano songs and I'm just doing guitar today. Totally. Um, but I'm going to start with Serial Song, which is actually the first song off, off the album. The opener. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, whenever you're ready, take it away. Okay. This is Serial Song. <clears throat>
Tell me about that song. It, it seems to be about about place, uh, but like I, I want I wonder is is it about Vancouver or is it about California? I mean, it, you wrote it in California after spending some time in Vancouver. Um, actually, no, that's not that's not how this song way was off? written. Okay, tell me about it. Okay, so um, this song is called Serial Song because. I st- so my roommate last year I lived in like a double dorm in, in first year my roommate went out of town for the weekend and um I stayed up till 3 a.m like watching the office and eating cereal in the dark <laughs> yeah super glamorous lifestyle um no it was great and then I woke up the next morning and there were like cereal crumbs everywhere and I was like damn okay um and that's like literally what the song started as. I was like, there's just crumbs everywhere. I have to clean them up before Kayla gets home. Um, but then after that, I was like, okay, I can't like just write this song about that because I have nothing else to say mm-hmm. about crumbs. Um, and then I kind of was like reflecting on like past experiences that I have. And then most of the song is just about like, I was thinking about a relationship that I was in when I was 16 years old and how it was like, just not a good relationship to be in and I was thinking about like if I was in that situation now I would leave that relationship so fast Mm -hmm. so this song is sort of like me playing out being in that relationship recognizing that it's unhealthy and leaving immediately what I like about that story is is that um it started with crumbs yes and so much of songwriting is like that 
Mm-hmm. Like it starts with the most banal uh, event. Like the mess you made, uh, you know, staying up till three in the morning watching The Office. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, there's a song there. Yeah. You know, and that's like what, that's, that's, that's where good songwriting is, is when you, when you can, you can extrapolate a whole song from just and it from like a little moment and it, it's a little flash right like yeah like oh yeah I, I mean you know what's funny to me about this song is like there's there's been a couple people in my life who have said like oh this is my favorite song from the album and I'm like that's just so funny because it's like the least emotional all of the other ones like I pour my heart and soul into the lyrics this uh-huh. one I was literally just like oh Special K at 3 a.m., all right. You know, that's that's also a common thing for a lot of songwriters to experience, though. Like, uh, albums get made, and and often, um, like, I, I've, it's, this is a thing that happens to, uh, like, bigger bands often, is, like, they'll, they'll be making records, and there's lots of money on the line and stuff, and they have to, like, re- make us, like, a single that'll satisfy, like, whoever's paying for the record. Yeah. And that, that always that's the song that gets the most sort of attention and, and it's the song that a lot of people like the most, but it's often the song that the band like identifies with the least. Yeah. I mean, my immediate thought is like Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. So I used to be a huge Taylor Swift fan back when she wrote like country music. Um, Oh, early Taylor Swift. Yeah. But I'm thinking like about her music now, like her most recent album, the singles off of that were like, in my opinion, not very good. Sure. It was just like kind of annoying pop music. But then if you like listen to the rest of the album, it's like, it's kind of reflective of her old stuff. It's like very emotional. It's honest. She's talking about like her engagement to this guy. It's like important stuff, not just like babbling kind of. So I feel like that's probably just what happens when companies are like, well, we need you to make money. And like, this is what people want, I guess. I think it happens a lot more when there's when you're on that level. And yeah. there's there's a lot of folks who are like there's just a whole machine, you know. Um but it's it, you know the other the other side of this whole uh anecdote, I guess whatever you want to call it, is that you don't get to decide what how people respond to the stuff that you make, you know. And you can have you can intend for a song to be a certain thing, but it's like so up in the air yeah. how it lands with people. Yeah. I mean, especially like serial song, like your immediate thought was that I was talking about leaving a place when like to me, that's not what the song means. Sure. But, like, if sure, someone sure. else listens to it, it might mean that to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody gets to decide like what your song means. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you were thinking. Yeah. It's yeah. Which that's cool. But that's it, like, art. It has a life of its own. Exactly. No, that's that's art. Yeah. Um, that was gorgeous. Thank, Thank you. you for that. Let's do another one. Sure. Okay. Um, what are we going to hear this time? Um, so this is going to be a cover. I think I'm going to like alternate I love originals covers. and yes. covers. Great. Um, this song is called Broad Ripple is Burning by Margo and the Nuclear Sosos. Okay. Who are they? Um, they're just a band. I don't actually know much about this band. The reason I know this song is because my brother introduced me to it and we yeah. used to like play it together all the time. So it's just like... One of the songs in my repertoire. It's just an obscure thing your brother showed you once. Yeah, it's a really sad song, but it's very beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. All right, take it away. Okay, here goes. Broad Ripple is Burning. Oh, sorry, my bad. It's okay. (laughs) 
children broad ripple is burning and the girls are getting sick off huffing glue up in the bathroom while your boyfriends pick up chicks and darling i'm lost everything that i have loved has turned to stone so pack your bags and come back home there was love inside the basement where that woman used to lie and in a sleeping bag we shared upon the floor almost every night and darling i'm drunk everything that i have loved has turned to stone so pack your bags and come back home and i'm wasted you can taste it don't look at me that way cause i'll be If my woman was a fire, she'd burn out before I wake and be replaced by pints of whiskey, cigarettes in outer space. If somebody moves, everything you thought you had will go to shit. We've got a lot, don't you? Never forget that and I wrote this on an airplane where the people looked like eggs and when a woman that you loved was gone she was bombing East Japan and don't fucking move everything you thought you had go to shit we've got a lot don't you dare forget that and i'm wasted you can taste it don't look at me that way cause i'll be Love that line about the people looking like eggs. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, what does that mean? I think it means like, 
If you stand up in an airplane seat and look over, it kind of looks like a carton of eggs where like people's oh, heads are like yeah, like in the rows, the rows of eggs. Yeah, like especially if they're bald. So like if yeah. you had an airplane just full of bald people, then like <laughs> that would be an egg airplane, right? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. What 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 have you been covering that song a long time? I have. So yeah. what 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 drew you what draws you to this song? Um I guess like I mean, the truth is just like the fact that it's very deep and sad, which I just I think that's like a lot of the music that I write is like that. So like that's what I'm drawn to. Um, there's a lot to think about there and there's like a story. And I really like how the the singer or I guess the the, the speaker in the song sure. gets progressively more frustrated. Like mm-hmm. he starts by saying like kind of like, oh, don't leave. But at the end, he's like, don't you dare leave. I'll like, how like dare you do this to me, you know? Totally. I really like that. Like, I like when songs kind of swell, whether that's, like, mm. musically or lyrically or both. Like they have an arc. Yeah. I think yeah. that's really cool. It's yeah. Like I, storytelling. Yeah. Um, I I often want songs to, songs of this nature to leave me in a place, leave me somewhere else from where we started. Yeah. Y- that's important for... I think a narrative song um, or a song about a song about people. Yeah. You know, like it's not just like a dance tune. It's like, this is a song about people and about interpersonal struggle or what, whatever. Yeah. It needs to sure. go somewhere. Right. And I feel like personally, I'm not that drawn to like music that doesn't have a lot of meaning mm-hmm. lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I definitely like, like folk storytelling type stuff. Yeah. I, um, I spend most of my time in that realm as well. Not yeah. to, I like like l- listening to lyrics and melody versus just like the overall sound. Mm-hmm. I um I've always kind of been in that camp, I yeah. guess. I guess. You said your brother showed that to you. Yes. Do you guys like share a lot of music together? Is that a thing you do? Yes, absolutely. Cool. Um yeah, my my whole so my brother and my dad are both like musicians. They're both pretty into guitar playing. Cool. Yeah, so we like play music together and like share music with each other and it's it's really cool it's like one of my favorite things about my family you guys play music together yeah uh, that's great did they uh, did they teach you how to play too um kind of so my my mom like signed my brother and I up for piano lessons when we were little kids so I like mainly learned from that but then my dad's always been like into guitar and like growing up he was always like playing guitar songs that like now I will recognize those songs and not even know like who the artist is I'm just, just like oh my dad sings that song you know totally yeah um so I, I guess like they definitely I don't know if they like physically sat me down and never were like this is how you play guitar but they're the ones who sort of introduced me to the whole universe of music yeah, I mean it was always around right yeah exactly and it was very normal for people in your house to just be picking up guitars and playing songs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that, I mean, that that does a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of, because no one in my house ever did that. Oh, really? Yeah, the radio was off and on, and my, my dad sung a lot when he was cooking, things like that. <laughs> but, like, no, no one played an instrument, and it didn't even occur to me to, to play instruments until I was, like, in my teens. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I met other kids who were doing it, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, anyone can do this. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, that didn't, it was like a whole revelation. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like excluded from the group that's allowed that's to allowed play music. To, yeah. 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 Um, so I, yeah, I, 
you must consider yourself fortunate to have like that music around you from such a young age. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess like every kid sort of grows up in a household and it's you're I don't know. For me, at least it was like growing up. I was like, well, this is where I live. Like these are my this is my family. We like we do stuff together sometimes. We like eat dinner together. But then we started like playing music together. That was like, oh, okay. Like this is our like thing that we can do. Totally. And that was super cool. So that's great. Is your is your brother does he like record music too? Um not in the way that I did this summer. Like he hasn't released anything. Um but he's been like writing and he wrote this really cool song with his best friend over this summer that I really liked. Um I don't think he got around to recording it though. He's a busy guy, but Okay. Yeah. My dad actually um has recorded some songs. They're they're pretty funny. He he's yeah? he's like a funny jokester kind of guy. Okay. Um yeah. he wrote this song like several years ago. I don't know, like maybe up to ten years ago. I'm sure. not quite sure. It's called Kook on a Fish. Um he's <laughs> a surfer. Funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like surf punk and he's just like yelling things that like a surfer would say if they're mad at like an amateur. And it's just like, like uh, yeah. It's so dumb. But like yeah. So he's he's like into that kind of stuff too. He's, a, he's like a goofy songwriter. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um all right, Sarah, let's have let's do another song. Sure. Um, so next song is from the album. It's called I Love This Sun. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you want to give us a little context before or maybe you want to talk about it after? Um, I can give a little before. Please, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this song was inspired by a playlist that I made on Spotify called I Love The Sun. Yeah. And it's a very important song to me just because, like, I guess music is, like, very central to the way that I feel. So like if I'm listening to a bunch of like really sad music, I'm probably pretty sad. Okay. But like at this point in my life, I was listening to like upbeat, like beach rock music. And like, that's what this playlist was. And then, yeah. So the song kind of was inspired by that and then is about a ton of different things. Yeah. They always are. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Take it away. Okay. This is, I love the sun. Early morning light shines on my bed Last night I drank too much wine There's a pounding in my head My roommate is asleep, probably dreaming Swing my legs over the side Take a breath in And I got all my clothes strewn out on the floor I got so many assignments I need to do But I'll work it out We meet up in the hall to eat breakfast Talking about your weekend Said you spent your whole paycheck We spend hours talking about nonsense I've never seen your hometown But you're my best friend 
we got stale coffee and shitty food we got circles under our eyes and two weeks of laundry to do but we'll work it out when i look outside I can see the mountains for miles I got four essays to write But it's so sunny And I Got nothing on my mind Someone is sleeping in the car We're on the highway driving far And the fog is starting to clear, my friend And we got lace sweaters and hiking boots We got the killers playing on the radio it out when I look outside I can see the ocean for miles I got a major to decide but it's so sunny and I, I'm feeling so fine And I don't mind when things are going wrong Can't seem to care if I'm running late I just wanna stay in your room and maybe change nothing will be the same in a year but come on over and sit on the floor we're all sand in our shoes we got no more money for food but we're singing a tune mm. what, I, what I like about that song I like how you're just reporting yeah in that song yeah, you're 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 reporting what's around you. You know, okay, like we've, there's laundry on the floor. Uh, we're drinking shitty coffee. Uh, I got all these papers to write. Oh, but it's so sunny, and there's light coming through the window. And I'm just I'm a, now I'm in a car, and my friend's asleep, and we're listening to this music specifically. This music. Yeah. Um. Like there, I think a lot of 
lot of people like when they think of songs they're like oh this what is this song about or or whatever and it's like well no songs don't have to be about anything like you songs can just be you can just you can just report what's happening and there's still like there's still meaning in all these things yeah for me like that song is like six minutes it's very long for like you know traditional songs I guess sure but like every single line in that song is so important to me because it's attached to like a specific moment or a specific person yeah those like exactly those are those are those are vivid moments in your life yeah and it's like the crumbs it's like they're not these big heavy things these big you know it's not like you you and your friend had a fight or you and your partner had a thing or i went on this big extravagant you know it's not about that it's just but but they're moments in your life yeah and it's like that's what my life was like at the time and it's like Although I didn't really say, like, this is how I felt about whatever. Like, I feel like that's pretty implied in, like, yes. everything that I'm saying. It's impl- you know? ev- it's, there's so much <clears throat> implicit in those things. Yeah. Um, there's so much implicit in, in the scene where you're, like, you're, you wake up, sun's coming in the window, you haven't done your laundry, you haven't done your homework, but you still, like, waste two hours, waste, in air quotes. Right. Two hours in the kitchen talking to your friend. Yeah. You know, that's, like... That what does that imply? It implies, and like we could unpack it if you want, but or we don't have to. But it's like, oh, here's here's a person who's like, yeah, they're busy and they they're they've got things to do, but they enjoy, they want to they they're taking this moment to just like be with this person in their life, yeah, in the kitchen and drink yeah. shitty coffee, you know, yeah. Um, um so maybe maybe that's what you were implying, maybe not, but like that's one implication of a yeah. Scene like I mean, that. with that line, <clears throat> I mean, let's think. What do I say? early morning light so it's kind of like I I imagine like oh I woke up in my dorm room and like a lot of the times like my roommate would still be asleep so I would kind of like creep around and like I have a bad habit of taking laundry out of the dryer and then just leaving it on my floor for like like six clean, to eight business days yeah just clean, clean laundry, laundry on the floor because I'm like I don't want to fold this like I have other things to do yeah um <laughs> yeah low priority yeah I don't know I, I feel like every line is kind of like me expressing just like who I am yeah. on a day-to-day basis and then also like the things that I experienced on a day-to-day basis at that time, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're reporting it back. Yeah, exactly. You're just, dro- you're just dropping it into the song. Yeah. What what was that one called? I love the sun. I love the sun. Yeah, that's right. You were on the uptick. You were just happy. And- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like spring had just come and I had like sort of just started hanging out with like this group of people that I like really dig and we were like having all sorts of adventures together and like some of those adventures were as simple as like sitting in the dining hall for like 12 straight hours all of us like hung over and exhausted but just yeah. like talking about life and like those were like the best moments you know yeah you're just together with your people yeah exactly yeah yeah those are the best moments yeah um great let's do another one okay um oh okay this one so this is an original, but it's not actually on Irrationale. Oh, great. Yeah. So it's kind of, I play this like live sometimes, but have never, actually, that's not true. There's a recording of it on my SoundCloud, but it's like. It's it's sort of obscure. Yeah. This is like a deep cut. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, it's called He Doesn't Know. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find it. Sure. I wrote this song when I was like 15 and angry. Um, nice. Yeah, super good <laughs> stuff. 
you know, just typical 15 year old. What were you things. angry about? Um, so there was this boy that I really liked. Okay. Um, but he had a girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so much better than her. Oh. I was so mad. Yeah. You were you were mad. You were disappointed in him for making the wrong choice. That kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It's it's so petty. Like this is the pettiest song <laughs> I've ever written. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. So this is called He Doesn't Know. He Doesn't Know. Okay. <clears throat> I'm keeping boys in little jars inside my head and I'm off to Mars to never have to think of them again I feel my heart it's beating hard and I'm trying not to be alarmed cause I know I'm crumpling with every word you said I don't want to go to heaven if it means I cannot think about the parts of your body I can see. I don't want to watch you laughing if I know you're only smiling cause your girl said something nothing about me. I've seen you when I've looked in the mirror And when was the last time she said hello Standing far from the sidelines I still see your eyes looking into mine But baby doesn't know He doesn't Swallowed all my perfect words I'm trying not to seem absurd But everything you do will drive me up the wall She's running fingers down your back I'm spinning circles around myself Trying hard to act like I can't see I don't know why I'm searching for you Every time you turn around I guess it's so I'll see you catch my eye I don't know why I'm waiting for these words to come out of your mouth Cause I know they'll never be coming out of my I've seen you when I've looked in the mirror And when was the last time she said hello Standing far from the sidelines I still see your eyes 
baby doesn't know He doesn't know These impure thoughts aren't even mine to have So I'm running around myself Running around myself I'm banging on the walls, baby, I'm going mad Saying stop thinking this way Stop thinking this way I've seen you Looked in the mirror and when was the last time she said hello? Standing far from the sidelines, I still see your eyes looking into mine. But baby doesn't know, he doesn't know. Nice. Do you think that'll ever make it onto a record? I don't know. Maybe. I guess, like, I'll see if it feels relevant to the other songs on whatever record I'm producing in the future. Do you have plans for, for the next one? Um, Not really. I have plans to like release something, but nothing, nothing specific. Nothing concrete. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, do you have much time to like work on songs while you're in school? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm like studying all the time, but I have been like writing some stuff. So yeah, yeah, we'll see like where that takes me. I guess. But I think if you're a writer, and you know, songwriters are writers, then you're you're kind of always writing, even if you're not aware of it. Like there's stuff happening to you, and it's like. You know, you start, you notice crumbs. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're not sitting down every day and like writing. No, that's definitely true. I mean, <clears throat> so when I like write songs, it's a very long process. Like each song takes me at the least like a couple weeks to like finish what all the words and like melodies are kind of thing. Um, so I find that like when I have more time in between each writing session to like percolate experiences and ideas then like it kind of comes out faster when I do sit down um so I guess it's like a good thing that well good and bad thing that I don't have a lot of time to like sit down and just like grind on it you know yeah the songs are still they're still coming yeah they're still coming and three weeks is actually not that long really Uh, yeah I spend years on songs oh wow okay yeah yeah it's not uncommon for people you know some people everyone's different yeah write songs in one sitting I could never do that it'll happen to you you think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you keep writing songs, it'll happen eventually. It happens to everybody. Yeah. But, you know, it's nice when that happens all the time. But, right. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, we got time for... Let's do one more. Let's, one more? Yeah. Okay, let's do sure. another one. Um, <clears throat> yeah. What are you going to send us off with? I guess I'll do, like, one more from the album. Sure. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, so this song is called Trauma Rama. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I know this one. I love that name. Yeah, I was like, how can I make a bad thing funny? Trauma-rama. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> basically, this song is about like, I don't know, something bad happening to you. And then you think that because the thing is done happening, that it's not going to affect you anymore. Like but it's like, over. But like, yeah. it still affects you years later in your life because yeah. that's just how it works. That's how trauma works. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is, this is trauma. Trauma, trauma. Okay. All right. It's gone, but baby, it'll never see it through. Don't know where the aches came from. It's a disconnect. Not gonna cry about it again. There's nothing really left.
Melotrauma. <laughs> I guess so. From Irrationale. Yeah. Um, Sarah, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you. It was, it was, it's been a good time. It was really nice to sit here and listen to you sing and Thank play you. songs. It was, it was really beautiful. Thank you. Um, do you have any, any shows coming up or anything? Do you ever perform? I do perform. Um, not really on like a regular scheduled basis sure. or anything, yeah. but I usually play at like open mics that the BVP has here. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's like in the gallery every other Wednesday. Um, cool. on campus but besides that nothing big well if you're listening and you want to catch Sarah maybe maybe drop drop in on one of those Wednesdays at the gallery yeah and uh, you can listen to you can tune into Sarah's show feeling sounds on Thursdays at four, four yeah Thursdays at four um, yeah Sarah thanks a lot yeah thank you so much um, stick around Sarah's got to run but I'm staying and sleepy Gonzalez is here they're waiting in the wings, and they're going to take over the radio for the next hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you stick around.